Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Village's Daily Sun's What's Happening podcast. I'm Holly Lawler, the Associate Managing Editor of Broadcasting for the Daily Sun. And joining me is Executive Producer of the Village's News Network, Jill Winters. We're going to tell you about what's happening in and around Florida's friendliest hometown. So let's get started with the big news from last week, and that's the placing of the Water Lily Bridge over Florida's Turnpike. A little background information, the Villages is constructing four huge bridges that will connect the newer southern neighborhoods to the rest of the Villages. These bridges are massive structures, and you can only imagine the amount of work that went into not only building them, but even bringing the idea to fruition. So the Brownwood Bridge was the first one to be set, and it goes over State Road 44, right by Brownwood, obviously. Next came the Chitty Chatty Bridge, which is also over State Road 44, near Morse Boulevard and Rohan Recreation Center. Then last week, the Water Lily Bridge was set over the Turnpike, and it's near the new Water Lily Recreation Center and connects to the future village of Richmond. Now, these three bridges were designed for multimodal traffic, which is golf carts, bicycles, walkers, and so on. But the fourth bridge, the Southern Oaks Bridge, will be for vehicle traffic as well. And it will also go over the Turnpike, south of Warm Springs Avenue, where there are plans for two new golf courses and a lifestyle center with shopping, dining, and so much more. This bridge is still in the planning stages, but even so, so much excitement is being generated about the potential for all this connectivity. The Villages has been getting countless requests from people who want to be the first to cross these bridges, so they decided to make a contest out of it. If you're a Villages resident, you can visit thevillages.com and enter into a chance drawing with a twist, because the Villages wants to hear your story of what this community means to you. So go to the website and share your story, and who knows, you might be one of the first to cross one of these historic bridges. And it isn't that far away. Chitty Chatty will be the first to open in September, which starts tomorrow. So anyone interested better go to that website. The Villages has done some amazing things in this area, Holly, and these bridges are among the most incredible. Another project that's coming along nicely is the First Responder Recreation Center. This center will be located up in the northernmost part of the Villages, just off County Road 42 in Marion County, on the site of the former First Baptist Church of the Villages Fellowship Hall. The interior will feature a multi-purpose room, an arts and crafts room, a game room with space for playing video games with others, and a card room. Outside, you'll find an 18-hole putt-and-play golf course, a multi-purpose field, beach volleyball and beach tennis, lawn bowling and croquet, a resort-style pool, and so much more. The plans are complete and construction should begin soon. Jill, existing facilities in the Villages are always being improved as well, and this year the Villages Polo Club is getting some more upgrades. The 250-acre grounds are getting a new state-of-the-art sound system, replacing more than a dozen tower speakers with 60 in-ground speakers surrounding both the three-level grandstand and spectator tailgating areas. Club director Paige Boone said they wanted to have a top-notch system for matches and to offer to those who host non-polo events there. And the upgrade also will keep the sound from carrying to the neighborhoods around the polo grounds. This project is scheduled to be completed before the fall season starts on September 25th, which is right around the corner. Paige wants polo fans to know that things will be a little different this season with increased social distancing and reserved tailgating spots. But she is excited that they are able to offer the community some entertainment in a safe outdoor venue. 
I still haven't been to a polo match, Jill. Maybe I'll make it this season. Holly, it's also election season, and we all know the Republican National Convention was last week. Residents who were watching may or may not have been surprised to see our very own Irving Locker as part of two videos shown during the event. About 30 minutes into Monday and Tuesday's events, the World War II veterans showed up in videos of Americans praising President Donald Trump. This isn't Irving's first brush with national fame. As many of you may know, he was invited to President Trump's State of the Union address last year and ended up sitting in the gallery. Then he and his wife Bernice got to spend about 45 minutes with the president privately. Obviously, Irving made an impression on the president to be included in these videos, so that was pretty cool for residents who know him or have seen him in our newspaper or on our TV station to get to see him again on national television. He's a local celebrity around here and an American hero from the greatest generation. Jill, another place where you can see some local celebrities is at the Village's Country Clubs. Popular local band Johnny Wild and the Delights performs every Monday at Legacy Restaurant at Nancy Lopez Country Club and every Friday at Havana Country Club from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. David Solomon owns both those locations and says reservations aren't required, but they are recommended. This is a way people can get their fix of some of the bands they might be missing on the town squares. Holly, we're all missing the town square entertainment and looking forward to when the bands and other live entertainment can return safely. But the Sharon L. Morse Performing Arts Center has been filling the gap over the last few months with virtual presentations. They are producing stage play readings that the audience can stream online and watch together yet separately. These shows are performed by professional actors using scripts with minimal costumes and sets. This Friday, you can catch the Auntie Network at 7 p.m. or get your $10 ticket to watch it on one of the next two Fridays. The next show is Deborah, slated to begin September 25th. You can go to thevillagesentertainment.com to get your tickets. Jill, our resident theater companies also are trying to provide entertainment for their friends and neighbors. The Villages Theater Company recently held auditions for Curve Appeal in the Villages, an original show written by member Ross Wilkinson. The cast is rehearsing now and planning to record the show the week of October 5th, then have the production edited and released on YouTube the week of October 19th. This will be the company's second virtual performance. You can find them on YouTube by searching for The Villages Theatre Company. And Holly members of The Villages Musical Theatre are looking forward to their spring musical, Beauty and the Beast. Auditions are tentatively scheduled for 6 p.m. September 21st at Coconut Cove Recreation Center and then 6 p.m. September 24th at Paradise Recreation Center. The dates are subject to change, however, so keep listening to us and keep an eye on the Daily Sun to make sure they don't have to move those dates. And Jill, we have lots of creative play writers out there as well. And they are invited to submit their scripts to the studio theater Tierra Del Sol's Scripts from Scratch Playwriting Contest and Workshop. They will accept scripts through November 1st, and then four finalists will be chosen to spend a week at the studio in May 2021, workshopping their scripts with theater professionals before a reading in front of a live audience. For submission guidelines, visit thesharonstudio.com. So that's a great opportunity for anyone who thinks they have a great show in them that needs to find an audience. Holly, the band students at the Villages Charter Middle School aren't sure if they're going to have an audience this year, but they do have a few new items to add to their instruments. Middle school band director Kevin Blackstock learned about COVID covers that are placed over the bells of trumpets and trombones to prevent the spread of germs. So he enlisted his mom, Village of Springdale resident Peggy Blackstock, to make the covers for his students. 
So far, she's made covers for seven trumpets and five trombones, and she may make more if needed. Over at the Villages High School, band director Hannah Warner provided the material to the students and taught them how to make the covers. And Jill, over at Wildwood Middle High School, they are looking forward to the start of the football season this week with the preseason kickoff classic at 7.30 p.m. Friday. They will play South Sumter in Wildwood. And let me tell you, these kids are super excited to be able to have a season at all since it almost didn't happen. So it will be interesting to see how it goes when these two teams meet up and also what happens when the Villages High School has their first game next Friday at home against Crescent City. Holly College football is kind of a mess this year, but the Villages Daily Sun is still having its annual College Colors Day Funds for Food Drive. This is the second week of the drive, and it wraps up Thursday with the winners announced on Friday on WVLG. We are pleased to report that so far the response has been amazing, and we really appreciate everyone coming together to help out local food pantries in the spirit of friendly competition. If you haven't donated in your college team's name yet, you can go to thevillagesdailysun.com to get all the details. And while you're there, you can also find out how to submit a photo of yourself or your group wearing your college colors so we can publish it in the newspaper. And Jill, that's not the only way people can help out in the community right now. Here's a volunteer opportunity that's a little different, but timely since this is such an active hurricane season. Our village's radio station, WVLG, prides itself on having a super local weather forecast, but it wouldn't be possible without the help of volunteer weather watchers from around the community. Residents who are fascinated by the weather keep their eyes on the skies and then provide reports to WVLG about what's going on in their neighborhoods. They use rain gauges, which monitor measurable rainfall in a given place, and a few also have weather stations that can identify how intense a wind gust is and how humid the air is. This input helps guide the weather reports that are broadcast over the airwaves. About 50 villagers volunteer as observers of the community's weather trends, but more are always needed, especially in the newer southern areas and in the northern section near Spanish Springs. Anyone interested in becoming a WVLG weather watcher can email cflweatherwatchers at gmail.com. And Holly, here's another interesting volunteer opportunity. The Baker House in Wildwood is looking for a videographer to record a virtual tour of the upstairs portion of the house. For our listeners who don't know, the Baker House is a historic home in Wildwood, just outside the villages near Bramwood. And it's being restored by a group of volunteers who raise money by giving tours and having events on the grounds. They aren't able to give tours of the 150-year-old home right now, but when they do, some people aren't able to get upstairs to see the second floor. So they want to provide a virtual tour of that area so no one misses out. If you're a videographer and want to volunteer your time and skills, you can call Angela Love at 352-446-3778. And Jill, to wrap up this week's podcast, I want to tell everyone about Ann Ballin and her nine-year-old Shih Tzu, Harley. They have lived at Steeplechase Retirement Residence for about six months, and Harley pretty much has the run of the place. He enjoys exploring on his own and will go to the elevator and sit there until someone lets him in. Then he'll go downstairs, let himself outside to use the restroom, and bark at the door until someone lets him back in. Harley has made friends with most of the residents and staff, and they all keep their eye on him or take him back to Anne's room if needed. Anne says Harley loves all the attention he receives, and he brings joy to everyone at Steeplechase. That's all we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen. 
As always, you can find all of our podcasts by visiting thevillagesdailysun.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And make sure to pick up a copy of Wednesday's Daily Sun for the sixth installment in our eight-part special report on World War II veterans in the villages. I'm Holly Lawler. And I'm Jill Winters. Tune in again next week to stay up to date on what's happening around the villages. Music.